temptation. According to our scouts, that unit's guarding a whole mess of PPCs, ferrofibrous upgrades, long wave chips, and one hell of a bar. Hit them hard, troops. Hauptman William Sean, 3rd Davian Militia, 3057. You're listening to Wolfler Radio, the podcast that will deal you a full house and raise you four out of five flatbed trucks in the pot. We're your hosts this evening, Matthew Yeh for Neutral, Bloodbath Bairds. And co-host tonight, as always, Andrew, Ice Chips Work Wonders Minnow Crawl. When did I say that? Good evening, put, everyone. I put that in there. Oh. Because they did. Oh, they did. They they saved us. I, now, I, now I'm catching the content. It worked. I'm a little slow. I'm a little it slow. It did work. Freaking worked. And Aaron, green and gold hotel room heartbreak. Coach Crawl. We, we had a good season. I got, I'm just happy where we ended up at. But we should be in the Super Bowl. What? We're we're starting with that already. My Packers lost at Vegas. Anyways, this is a BattleTech show. So, anyways, without further ado, Luke, strength of schedule, Charles Gideon Dirks. Yep, I uh, made it to uh, tough as staples. Didn't quite get to tough as nails, but tough as I'll I'll settle. (laughs) I'll settle. You and Doyle. (laughs) It'll tighten up any wound in a pinch. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. See what you did there? His wounded ego. And Thomas canonized Silent Sea Raven Kruger. Oh, it's that was a lot better than being sick. Call. Sick call. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hey, I, that wasn't me. Come on. <laughs> that, the sound does, effects. that does sound like me, though, in the last like two weeks. This is an audio show. So let's look at topics tonight. New products. There's lots of them. Yeah. New release page of BG Battletech. So uh, Catalyst decided to drop um, its coming releases. Which <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother reading the uh well I'll read the 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 when they're projected to come out, but I'd take it with a big grain of salt because the you coming like... releases pages is always kind of you know, kind of a hit or miss. So um they they just released a bunch of stuff. We're probably gonna go more in depth when they come out, but uh there's a star com- star league command lance. It's got an Atlas II, a Thunderhawk, a Phoenix Hawk reposed, and a pre-painted Orion. No assembly In required. SLDF green. Yep. Uh, <laughs> most likely uh, Alexander Kerensky somewhere an AK uh, printed on it. But I think we've all seen kind of some of the images that uh, they have of the pre-painted Orion which is what we can expect because I think going forward, most of the Lance packs or whatever are going to have at least one pre-painted miniature in them. Yeah. All the uh, star league ones that are due out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think we went over in our last episode and how we 
had some tweaks on that idea, but or did we not go over it? I don't know. So you're saying yeah, they'll be prime. You'll you'll be I'm, you're saying they'll be primed before I paint them when I buy them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked. I'm pretty sure we talked about that. <laughs> Just like the strip clubs in Vegas, easily strippable. Whoa. <laughs> really? I wouldn't know. I was not there. I was not part of that trip. I don't remember, but that's what I heard. Um, they've got new cover art for the 40th anniversary covered box sets. Uh, or they have new cover art for the box sets, the beginner and the game of armored combat. Um, look pretty awesome. I'm super excited because um me I use my boxes for uh my 350 transports and it's getting awfully hard to figure out which <laughs> game of armored combat is which. So labels would help, yes, I know. Uh they got a second Star League Assault Lance that has an Emperor, an Argus, a Helios. And a variant of the Daishi, which is the Prometheus variant. Also, reposed and pre-painted. And you get a bonus coolant truck. Look at there. Sweet. Do you get anything in the Star League one? I don't think so. Oh, they're all Star League ones. Well, the Star League Command Lance doesn't come with anything. Well, so, because that's because you're getting a Thunder Chicken. You're, you are getting a Thunder Chicken. That's right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got legendary battle mats. We get misery and thunder rift, which would I'm be excited for those. Pretty sweet. Um, yeah, that's that's actually genius. Well done. I Good feel like the BFM. Good way to go, Catalyst. Uh, new BFM, short for big fucking map. Uh, it's gonna be the city slash lunar. We got big... one in, in your basement. At the shop. 48 by 72 inches, or if you go by the metric, 121 centimeters by 182 centimeters. <laughs> Did you, for all the listeners, before before we, we were talking about how, how in-depth do we want to go with these announcements? And Coach is like, not very. And here he is giving metric measurements. Metric I just, measurements. I just, I'm reading it, what? and I'm just trying to imagine, like, what kind of a stupid measurement is 120? one centimeters hey those are international conversions you're fine <laughs> it's fine some people may yeah. use those oh well we got the force manual davian finally it's now got, this is a thing yeah it's got may 2024 on it um <laughs> i'm pretty sure this is going to be out before gen con it's okay. I'll reiterate myself. This should be out before Gen Con because this is going to sell out. I know a lot of people are looking forward to this. Looking forward um, to what? The Force Manual Davian. Uh, Tommy's They're waiting for the Force audio. manuals, Tommy. They, uh... he's, he's waiting for the audio book. <laughs> they, they, it's they, a source they... book, Tommy. They don't do audio books for yeah, source books. Yeah, there's, there's words and pictures. It. Uh, it's not in your wheelhouse. God <laughs> damn it. Hey, just, just have the missus read it to you for a bedtime story. Okay? In fact, you can skip over this one too, Tommy, because the Battletech Universe book is also uh, scheduled to drop mid-2024. That That's will probably... Another... Also so be a Gen Con release. We got the wreck. 
yeah, I, I, I hope not. I hope not because uh, the universe book. The, I mean, they, they have the fancy one that's coming with the Kickstarter. Yep. Right, and and you guys might have to jog my memory, but I feel like the universe book was a everybody above like battalion battalion and above gets that or like the pdf version or something does anybody remember yeah top of your heads all yeah, i you know is a... A, all i know is there's a 200 dollars book and i freaking spent the money to get it that's, i don't know why but that's I did what it. A, that's what it was <laughs> take my I, money it you're, wasn't you're, uh you're getting the good one yeah it wasn't something you get it, like it was an add-on <laughs> And it was oh, bucks. The fancy one was. Oh man, now I got okay. If I want to read it, I'll look. just borrow Andrews. Hey, if it if it costs that much money, it's gotta be good, right? You gotta wear white right, gloves right? and read it. I was right? just gonna say, you could borrow mine that I'm gonna get for 50 bucks. <laughs> well, it would be the it, it, it is the only book that I know of that powers up when you open it. Mm. So that's the one where you open the the dust cover and then it tells you that all systems are nominal. It's a, it's a status book. <laughs> Throw so that on saying... the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, Andrew, you don't want me to be eating Cheetos before opening that book up? <laughs> I would yeah, really, dude. really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll go with that's that's a hard rule on that one. <laughs> Let's hey, see. that that brings up a great topic. Just off, nope. just off my head. Nope. What? I'll come back to it. Fine. There you go. <laughs> okay, go with Jeez. it. Go with it. I don't want you to forget it. Oh, you want me to come back now? All right. Well, I don't want you to forget it because I do He's, that all the time. He said Cheetos. So you have a BattleTech drink. What is a BattleTech snack? Sandwiches. Like in like in universe, or just what do you eat when you play BattleTech, or both? That's it. I'm gonna let you run with it. I, right. I I think at the table, graduation sandwiches is the appropriate snack oh, because they're do, small, I, they're tasty, yep, and they don't leave you greasy or crummy. Yeah, I do like me some summer sausage sandwiches. Agreed. I uh my I've, my daughter. I've looked at, I've looked death laser eyes at people when they're going to interrupt me eating my sandwich at Gen Con. My daughter found something on Pinterest. It's called a snackle box. <laughs> and you get a, uh, <laughs> we all use them to carry around our miniatures, but you get a, a tackle box and you just put assortments of snacks in there. So when you close the lid, there's no mess. Pure genius. <laughs> So I'm gonna Where go with on that one. I'm gonna go with snackle box for me. Snack pack. And I'm gonna go with in universe as well, because I feel like a snackle box could fit very tidy in a battle mech cockpit. So very tidy. I, I, I feel like in universe it would be tube O protein paste. <laughs> what Not flavor wrong. is it? It doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. It's it, whatever it flavor like wakes you up. Mama's but lasagna. It, but, but this is the beauty: is it's 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 thirty one fifty two. Nobody really knows what chicken tastes like anymore. That's yeah. true. There's no knowing. So it tastes yeah. like a hippopotamus. What it used to be. Whatever it is, it could be the most vile, disgusting thing, and it's like, yeah, it tastes like chicken. <laughs> it keeps the sniper crawling. 
Did you just quote the Matrix? I don't think so. Oh, maybe I did. Oh, I did accidentally. Oh, I, I, I was close. Yeah. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, Ignorance yeah. is bliss. Sorry about that. <laughs> for all well, the listeners, let me, let I'm sorry for crossing universes. We got Recognition Guide Volume 2 Ill Clan this summer coming out. Uh, we oh. just we just got Recognition Volume Guide 1. Classics. And that was cool. I was just looking at it tonight. So. I, I will we'll touch back on the uh, Rec Guide Volume 1 here in a little bit, but because uh, there's a certain somebody in it that has finally joined the ranks. But uh, definitely looking forward to uh, Volume 2. That's going to be crazy good. Bum, bum, Third bum. quarter, we got Force Manual Carita. So you might want to read that one, Tommy. Like or the dragon. <laughs> or the dragon, buddy. Come on. I like it. I like it. Draconis Combine Muster Soldiery. I tell you what, I, I was a big I was a big fan of Krita when uh Clan Invasion came out. Um I'm not there anymore. I was gonna say I hear Ooh. a really big butt. Ooh. Ooh. I, I'm not there anymore. That you sounds like some... a therapy session <clears throat> for another podcast. <laughs> I'm great A Iowa beef on that I'm, topic. I'm, I'm full blown uh, Jade Falcon. So. What's the difference? <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! You should have. You. I, I really not one of you those Falcons. I wish you would have been at. I wish you would have been at LVO because oh. Thursday. Thursday night's conversation, Thursday night, early Friday morning's conversation was all about the Jade Falcons. And it was hashtag not my con. What? They didn't like Mel- Melvina? You, you no, needed to be there, Tommy. It, 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 it wasn't Melvina. It won in this, I, I, this conversation is bled through onto, onto Discord, but. Um, <laughs> oh, no. They always I didn't need to be that. I didn't see that. Oh no. No, no but uh the, the conversation was all of the fiction that's coming out is now hashtag not those Falcons. They're I got they're all I, got, I was just along for the ride. I didn't believe in what Malvina was doing. Like how many of these Falcons are there? Like everybody and their dog is like, I didn't really do that. But you did. <laughs> Somebody had to. Who was doing it? I started. I started off the conversation of one of the latest stories that came up in Shrapnel. You started. Um, yeah, you started. I start. I started it because I brought it up because of the the hell were they called? Where they had the the tech group, and they had the the group that oh, was yeah. financially stable, and then they had a star of of Jade Falcon guys, and that were mercenary. By the way, don't forget that they were mercenary. <laughs> and they were teaming up. And so you had you have one story where we have a star of Jade Falcons who go completely against everything that is clan and go mercenary. In a previous book, we had another Jade Falcon who got left behind who took a Sibco and waited out a year and a half for the uh, Jade Falcon to come back to their planet, um, you know, doing a guerrilla warfare against whoever was on the planet, I forget all of the real specifics of the story. Then you have G's Chitsu. He's 
off and doing his own thing with the Falcons that are more or less turning into what the ghost bears were. It just, all of a sudden, everyone just said, let's throw out everything that has been established. And I get that you need to change stuff for the story, but you got to ease into it, guys. You just can't go, well, everyone's going to turn the flip side of the coin and up is down and left is right. And cats and dogs are living together. It's fucking chaos. (laughs) Nobody wants to be the bad guy. I'm perfectly fine being the bad guy. That's what we said. We were all sitting there like, Tommy totally doesn't care. He was 100% I am. behind Malvina Hazen. I am. I, 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 well, I'm, well, I am 100% be, behind Malvina being dead, too. Because it, it, it does feel nicer knowing that we're more, uh, well, I don't know. I will but say that either way, Greg was there as well, and he was like, she was the most clan. She like outclanned the clans basically, and we're like, yeah, she did. So whatever well, it think, takes. Yep. I think when we had the conversation with Blaine many many moons ago, you know, the idea around Malvina was, what if you take their militaristic lifestyle and dial it up to eleven? Right, that's what she was. Which, yeah, she was, she was a fanatic. Was a train, it was a train wreck. She was, was a fun fanatic. Wreck. And yeah, I I fully admit she she is like the the logical extreme of clan culture, right? Like, eventually, somebody's going to come along who manifests all of this, right? Um, the the i guess my my i guess my thing is though is like clan culture enabled her rise and all of that but the culture of the clan that she fostered like turned on turned on a heel like immediately like oh she's dead uh, well she did some screwed up stuff what do you think <laughs> yep and then they turn around and, went, and they went and had beers like yeah. that, that is not that, that is not the way things go i don't think but i don't know I, and and also too last time i i tried to give catalyst a hard time about something that they made me a liar before we even released the the episode so um uh-huh. I, I there's probably a book that's going to drop tomorrow that's going to go oh and here's the story of all of the Mongol doctrine yeah. Falcons and then big can, release. Eat, like, yeah, man, no. I can eat eat my eat my foot. But Charles is eating crow again. It's delicious. But I mean on the other side, I mean Lark Wolf just cheated his way to Ill Clan, so <laughs> we, I, I I feel that they he? Of course he did. I feel that he, they went from Melvi the Jade Falcons being the bad guys. And now that Melvina's dead, they need a new bad guy. So Alaric, of, of course, is the new bad guy because everybody doesn't like him. We haven't even gotten to the Capellans yet. What's wrong with the Capellans? They're bad I'm guys. Digging. Nothing. I'm kind of digging the Capellans right now. <laughs> <laughs> they get They're all bad the bad guys. They I'm have all the digging cool. the Capellans. <laughs> they have all the cool shit. They do have yeah, all the cool shit. They got all the stealth. It's true. All they need now is some partial wings, and they'd be rocking. Oh, God. 
answering my own previous question um i i was getting confused with uh the art of war uh annotated by jamie wolf that's that the is, one that is coming with every, I, everybody's getting digital copy well not everybody but there's lots of people getting that. digital copies of that um the universe book is a is a pure add-on so look at you but, philosophizing you psychologist <laughs> but but i do hope that the universe book drops before gen con because it should be rolling about the you know it should be rolling with the kickstarter so yeah. if it doesn't come till gen con that means that the kickstarter doesn't come till that's, gen con that's that's pretty bad that's pretty bad <laughs> let's not have that no. but we, we we don't want the what was it yeah, two, yeah. two I, years of clan invasion I mean, there's now that you mentioned that. I mean, we're coming up on potential time, aren't we? Yeah, it I mean, should be next, next couple of months. In the next couple of months, we should start hearing some good news of uh, tick tock hitting the warehouse, man. That'd be tick tock. Well, I did see keeping my finger on the pulse. Um, I did see a good sign, well, a good, horrible sign. Um, but the misprints are now for sale on eBay in china huh? so um <laughs> it, so if, if clan, yeah if, if clan invasion is any <laughs> indication that means the stuff's you know just a few weeks away from the ship so man can Your we get those in dime bags too? to the ground isn't it can we do get those in on, dime bags too do you go to alibaba is it that <laughs> alibaba isn't that right uh, Alibaba Express or something like that. Charles is on the dark web and he's got, yeah, he's I'm, got I'm, connections. I I go oh, I, I go there. The, send me the link. Have to. Send me the link. <laughs> send me the link. <laughs> he's talking to crime bosses and dealing cards at the table. Get your Google Translate ready. How else is uh, Ukraine and Russia supposed to get their stuff? Oh, is that how they're funding their war? Is <laughs> through battle tactics? <laughs> <laughs> They oh, saw the Kickstarter man. raise seven million. They're like, ah, oh, those nerds are good for at least a couple more. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, quarter three of twenty twenty four. I love how you just pick it back up, like <laughs> like we didn't just have a twenty minute like <laughs> just total tangent. Oh, and man. if you have any comments, concerns, you can reach <laughs> us at wolfstudradio.com. <laughs> the third Star League striker star. Uh, We'll be coming out in the third quarter. It's going to have a Jackalope, Kintaro, Hammerhead, and a Havoc, and a pre-painted Lament. Bonus, J27 Ordnance Truck. Nice. How funny would it be if the J27 Ordnance Truck was the pre-painted miniature? (laughs) (laughs) It's got a hitch. I could get behind that. That I could get behind, I think. What would it be painted Gray. Uh, gray with a black wash on it. I'm going to go with uh, your standard flight line paint scheme with like any kind of other stuff, plus a bunch of graffiti on the side. No. Who needs that? <laughs> All my gotta, stuff is desert camo. You got to hide your ordnance trucks. You don't want those getting picked off. Anyway, moving along, third quarter also is going to give us McCarran's Armored Cavalry Assault Lance. The Big Mac. Unfortunately for our 
uh, overseas listeners, that is a Barnes and Noble exclusive. Oh, it oh. is tankity tank tank. Oh, well, send your send your concerns to uh, Valhalla Club. Customer service at ValhallaClub.com. Customer service at ValhallaClub.com. They will answer all your questions. <laughs> uh, this uh, lion's pack is going to include the Tianzong, a reposed Black Knight, new variant of the awesome, a jumping Star Slayer, no assembly required, and no vehicle. So, what? No vehicle? Well, I think they're kind of saving that for the uh, Star League. Star League. <sighs> Is there at least one thing in there? Come on, <laughs> have a heart. It's on. It's it's on like the source books and stuff. I mean, a new reposed Black Knight. I'm not against Star Slayer. Not bad. Tianzong. All right. We don't need I'm another in. black. We don't need another blackjack. Well, no, we do not need another blackjack. Well, we only have one, don't we? Why not? Why not throw something no, like fun, like oh, a little bulldog tank or something on there? You don't need it's another Titan, Black Knight. Titan Zong Black Knight, uh, new variant of the awesome and a jumping. Star yeah, Slayer. yeah. There it is. There it is. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be the LRM awesome. Yeah, that's, it, that's what I would go with too. Because otherwise, what is it going to be? The the four PPC awesome, <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> They all look the same. I'm in on the LRM. Okay. All right. You got me back in. It's got to be the missile launcher. You wrote me back in. (laughs) Uh, September 2024, we got the Hotspots Hinterlands, which was a big hit with the uh, Hinterlands was Empire Alone? No, it's Tomorrow Rising. Tomorrow Tomorrow Rising. Rising. There you go. There you go. My bad. And I am pumped for this one. Um, If you haven't, if, if you you haven't seen it it's worth going to the announcements page just to see the <laughs> hot motto in a in a geely suit like yes it is yeah tight it is amazing that like, art is fucking amazing <laughs> good job brent yep whoever keep your, whoever keep your team going that, that was give good. them and, give them a bonus okay and and it doesn't hurt that it Goes back to you know the Ark Royal Liberty Coalition and the, the Calhouns, yeah, know, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not biased. <laughs> not but. biased at all. <laughs> um, and then uh, they're saying third quarter Battle Mech Technical Blueprints Volume One. Um, I'm assuming these are are these like the, the big old... fold out? Yeah, those be poster. Well, oh. I'm guessing. I'm guessing that that's a play on the the, yeah, the, the old, old ones. Asa poster blueprints that would be very awesome the phoenix hawk the warhammer the timberwolf and the direwolf so hitting everybody in the fields on that one that'll be fun those will look very good oh i might get some more poster frames you know how many many posters you know how many posters i have that i'm never going to be able to hang up yeah but those like you you build a table a nice four by eight table and you put that uh, epoxy on it so it so it yeah, uh, dry's yeah. clear. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in on that. All right. Looks like I got something to do for December. Maybe. And then we got. And then, and then, then the last. last. Oh, oh, oh no, not we're quite. not not last. Not quite. Uh, we got uh, Ill Clan Eyes only. 
uh, November 24, 2024. The book we're all waiting for. It's the mm-hmm. conclusion to the series. Uh, it dives in on the center of the sphere. Um, hopefully all the secrets and... Here come the compellents. Here comes the compellents. Daushin's coming. So well, and, that's and, really and I'm And I'm curious, too, if... Uh... Because all of all of the books so far have stopped at the same point, uh, so I, like yeah. every time they release a new one, like well, like the first one, obviously when Tamar came out, yep, didn't know any better. But then Empire came out, and I was like, oh, well, that like ends at the same time. That's interesting. Maybe Dominions will push the timeline forward. <clears throat> oh nope, it stopped at the same time too. <laughs> So I'm just kicking the can down the road. Hopefully, maybe Ilkhan's eyes only will be the one to 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 move things forward. I I'm don't go know. With, uh, It'll bounce off on that one because I'm reading uh, core regions from 3151 to thir- mid 3152, which is usually oh, where no, all that's the not gonna push it forward. Never where mind. all the other ones stop. <laughs> well, what's the next one? <laughs> maybe it's Brush Wars that has been debuting for the last three years. <laughs> Uh, uh, fourth quarter, we're going to get, uh, the Star League Battlestar. It's going to include the Wendigo, Excalibur, Peacekeeper, Malice, and a pre-painted Savage Wolf. With a bonus, you got it, folks. Save your repair vehicle. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. You're going to need that for that Savage Wolf. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey No, no, no. Question, question. Because it, that's the pre-painted one. Is it going to be Alaric? Or is it going to be Kerensky? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. it's going to be Alexandria. or It's Alexandria, isn't it? No, it starts with an A. <laughs> Anastasia. 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 There, there you go. go. Anastasia. Alexandria. Uh, Alexandria starts with an A, too. It does. And it's pretty close. <laughs> and Alaric. Um, uh, I would go. It's probably going to be Alaric. Kind of has to go that way, I think. Well, I, I guess, I guess. Well, I mean, because Kerensky, right? He, he wasn't, he wasn't the the head of the Star League. Victor wasn't the head of the Star League. I'm, I'm going to go with Kerensky. I'm going to oh. go Kerensky. I'm going to go with the. I see what you're true, getting at here. The true power, yeah. The true Is power. There... Is there a meaning behind the meaning of all the pre-painted? <laughs> probably not. I'm probably reading way too much into it, but here we are. Hey, but we love a good conspiracy theory, so. Hey, it's not coming oh, out until fourth fourth yeah. quarter, so. <laughs> they got they got time to make changes. Yeah, a lot, a lot can come out. <laughs> Change the paint scheme. <laughs> you just want the clan and wolves clan wolves and exile paint scheme, don't you? You you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> not at all. Um, debuting 2024, just take a pick, because <laughs> that's all it says, is the Brush War series. Uh, this one has been on this page forever. I don't know when they actually plan on coming out with it, but they say 2024, so. I I think it will be really cool. I just, yeah, I hope they, because they have several, they have a Barak Absorption, Battle of... Dahlgren, St. Ives War, First Combine, Ghost Bear War. 
if they got through all of that alone this year, that would be mind blowing. That would be very cool. And that is your BattleTech roundup for this episode. <laughs> now, 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 my question again, man, I'm on a conspiracy kick today. <laughs> I like so, it. I like it. So, if you had to, if you, had, and apparently I spent too long in Vegas. So, if you had to do an over under on which book is going to be the big Gen Con book, is it? that you think that not nah, Davian that's that's way too early um your clan eyes only so do you yeah you basically you're looking at ill ill eyes only getting pushed all the way from November to the beginning of August Hinterlands have, going they'll, from they'll September have. to August or Kirita going from third quarter and that I'm going. I'm good. going. I'm going with that uh, because it's ill clan eyes only. That they'll have a uh, a, a small print run available at Gen Con. Mark my words. So I'm it's going to be the I'm, I'm writing push these down. over toddlers. I'm putting fifty. I'm putting fifty cents down on that one. N- Andrew's got strollers, ill clan. Get toddlers. Get <laughs> to the booth. And, Andrew's That's got ill clan race. eyes okay. only Gen Con. Okay, I got that. I I, I bought the universe book. I can't afford suddenly more. See, <laughs> suddenly, see all these salesmen like scrounging for phone calls. I'm going to go with um, a dual release. Whoa, Davian no. and Curita at Gen Con. That so seems, you're thinking that that, that seems more like is going to get get pushed I, back from I May think to Davian's, August. I think Davian's going to get kicked, and Curita will move up. I I will take your money on that one. I'll take <laughs> that bet. <laughs> Either that or the universe book, the two hundred dollar version gets kicked to twenty twenty five. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, I think oh, the uh, that... first uh, comic book will be out. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there you go. That's Ooh, good. Like that. Tommy. Tommy going Tommy, with... Tommy from the right field. Comic book at Gen Con. All right. Charles? I, I think that the Ill, Ill Clan uh, TRO is going to be there. Um, but since I didn't give that in my original oh, that, options, yeah, that's cheating. I, I, th- I think Hinterlands is going to be the big Ooh, one. I okay. think that'll be the, 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 that will be the limited release run that they're going to fly in one box worth and people are going to, you know, trample each other for. Now I, we I, should I, also I say do this. Nobody's ever been trampled. The hot Let's, spots uh, is a good, it's, that's a good one. Let's uh, also put the caveat here. Uh, uh, wrap this around. This is just our speculation. None of this is very true. We are just speculating. So don't shoot the messenger when it doesn't happen. <laughs> Hence the betting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Want to no, make I, sure? Just making sure we're clear on it is all. Yeah, I, yeah that, that's I'm, fair. That's I'm where somebody out there is probably like, "Oh, you know what? I bet Tommy was talking." to ray and no no that none of that we're, we're we're literally just making this all all of this up but um that that is a big part of the fun of gen con is <laughs> seeing what the big release is you know because last year was alpha strike 6.0 right yeah yeah and i hope i hope they don't go uh 
Yeah, we released the Kickstarter this year, so uh, you guys get scrapped. But it's the 40th anniversary. Oh, Matt, that would be a great bet. That would be a great bet, Matt. I might take that one. You you know what they should do? They should just sell posters of this Hatamoto Chi (laughs) in a ghillie suit. Matt, what do you think? I was actually kind of leaning towards that, and I was probably going to say, like, the the shipping truck missed its exit and it didn't make it it didn't make it to the convention the whole weekend or the whole week and we're waiting we're waiting in line for something that doesn't show i wrote down matt's got excuses <laughs> excuses i <clears throat> I, I I like being optimistic, but <laughs> I hate being disappointed. And usually, I'm not disappointed if I don't get my hopes up. So I will see what happens. So I do have a side bet, and this is going to be funny to see if anybody's actually listening. I need an over under when the Warhammer 35 logo at the top of the BattleTech webpage gets changed to the 40th with the Marauder. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going, It's it's got to be 2025. <laughs> it is. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with after Adepticon. Okay, so, I, Aaron's got 2025. <laughs> Andrew's got Adepticon. Anybody else want some some action? Two weeks after our uh, podcast. Oh, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks from now, strong. That's strong. No, 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 no. I said two weeks after the podcast. Okay, podcast (laughs) release. Anybody Um, want to uh, uh, $1, Tommy? (laughs) I'm going to go 15 days after the podcast. No, because I think that's probably he. It's that a might be a I, I think that's a pretty safe one that he took there. I I, I feel like uh, you're going to get an email from some guy named Ben Trevins, and he's going to bet you fifty bucks on a certain day, just to just to throw you off. Oh, that's funny. You're like, oh, oh, Ben Trevins. That sounds familiar. Ben Trevins, weird. I, I swear, I've heard that somewhere. I just nope. added him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. I think that'll do it. Yeah. 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 That, that, that is all of the crystal ball fortune telling part. That's the crystal ball. The big one with a big grain of salt. Got your ears on. I got my ears on. <laughs> all right. Um, Yep, sometimes the ears falls off. <laughs> what else do we have coming up? Oh. oh, you don't have to uh you don't have to try to predict the future on this one. This one actually just dropped Hardware Studios. They dropped their 350 templates for all of your printing needs with what? flags, bunkers, objective yeah. oat templates. Those are those are all the ones that I am hopefully going to be. I'm working on those as we speak. I have eight tables done so far. Get those while they last. Of those, yeah, they're pretty. I we had some input on those. They're pretty sexy. I'm pretty happy. So, if you guys are wondering what those are, those are usually the templates we use on the stream. Um, 
it has the Wolfnet logo in the five inch, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yep. those are made by the wonderful Dale Ida over at Hardware Studios. He is and one sexy individual. He is a sexy individual. And uh, he makes some sexy templates. So if you guys are wondering, uh, the STL package, I believe, is going for $22 at Hardware Studios. So go check that out. And we literally just got a new kind of a picture from, I'm assuming, an unboxing video or a leak somewhere of the Savannah Masters in the Kickstarter. What? Paired? What is this craziness? It looks like, judging by the pictures, now this is speculation, but judging by the pictures, it looks authentic, that uh, in the Savannah Masters salvage box, you get two hex bases that have two Savannah Masters on each hex base. So if you're doing math at home, that's four Savannah Masters. When they, the, the hexes come with three, three pegs, so you can do one Savannah Master in the middle, or you can pair them up on the edges. So, um, I mean, not, I, not to be a big downer, but all I see is skimmers everywhere <laughs> as far as the eye can see. Hey, we we got we got green lighted. We got green lighted to uh, start adding units to the ban list. So, oh, we did. Oh, all the all the players at the at oh, LVL yes. said absolutely yes. get yes. get to it. So that, <laughs> they started making a list a five, at the table, huh? That was like that was a uh, four one, out one, of five flatbed truck drivers recommend banned units. <laughs> so yeah. flatbed trucks. God. <sighs> I mean, we yes, the flatbed, on... the flatbed truck is on the list that if we go banning, um, that will get a big hammer. If we go I banning. Had, I had a Rayokin <laughs> killed by a flatbed truck one time. Not going to be sad if it leaves. <laughs> the ban wagon could be coming soon. But but I will say that. Pulled by a flatbed truck. <laughs> I, I will say that. <laughs> um, I, I, at least. It, through all of LVO, only the very uh, audacious Metal Ed was, I think he was the only <laughs> one running, running them. So, yeah, I um, didn't see everybody else has moved on with their lives. They moved on <laughs> from the cheese. He's still stuck. He's stuck in the cheese. It, it, <laughs> Ed, you need some therapy, some, man. You need some goopy cheese. truck therapy. <laughs> no, he was, <laughs> he, he was running skimmers. He was running. Oh, skimmers. he was running skimmers. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the, the massaging of the community, I think has come a, a long ways, but, um, you know, there's still some whole massaging, but we, uh, we may be seeing less and less of them. Uh, depends on the future. I don't know. Um, there was kind of a big announcement after LVO. Do we want to jump into that? Yeah, why not? Why send not? it. Let's just send Full it. Send. <clears throat> so, um, there have been we we kind of teased it a little bit here leading up to LVO about a big announcement coming to the Alpha Strike 350. Uh, we 
tentatively told many people getting their list ready for Adepticon to hold off for about a week. <laughs> and um, people still so, bitched about it. And people still bitched about it. <clears throat> so well, over the past, people. oh geez, what's it been? Three months? Three or four months? Yeah, at least we, uh, four or five. Uh, we have been reevaluate like we do all the time with 350. We reevaluate, reassess based off of data from tournaments and input from players. And we started toying with the idea of upping the PV value of scenario uh, forces to 250 points from the original 200. And um, Matt, Tommy, and I kind of started doing this a while ago. Hence, the reason we haven't been streaming very much or at all, because we have been playtesting uh, 250 PV per game. And we and, like it. And uh, I think from the first game, it was immediately met with uh, a lot of praise and just the feeling of 250 felt right oh i can afford ba again (laughs) now andrew had a very good point a long time ago that we kind of shoved kicked down the can and that was that we should have upped it when the alpha strike box set came out to match what that list building was there was that yes. not it? Okay. I was yes. like, otherwise, but we'll do it again. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it, uh, the Alpha Strike box set obviously took off like crazy. And, uh, we reevaluated our situation, and 250 points lets you do quite a few things. Now, we intentionally did two point version 2.2 before two, the move to 250. Because we wanted to institute the 10 unit limit and a couple of the other rules that we had in the 2.2 version. And getting the, the, the reception from players only being able to put 10 units on the board um, only helped us further the cause to move to 250 points. Um, one of the biggest uh, criticisms of 350 was why is my sideboard almost as big, if not damn near as big, as the units I can take on the board? And, I mean, the reason for us here when we made 200 points was we were worried about time. And when we went to 10 units, and nobody really threw up a stink, we went, okay, 10 units on the board, we can go to 250, which isn't a huge increase but it's enough it, it it does make a difference but there's only 10 units on the board there's 250 points we should be able to keep it within the 80 minute time frame that we are aiming to have for tournaments and pickup games and all this other stuff that the 350 is out there to do so <clears throat> uh we started testing it and one of the biggest things that came out of the testing was I can now skill down my units. I can now take an assault mech at skill three and not have it chew up three quarters or you know half of my entire PV allowed per scenario. 
Now, the natural conclusion is when you start pairing or skilling units down to threes and twos, another problem we've been having is TMM4. Well, in our games that we have been playing, and recently I believe Andrew's group has been playing 250 per scenario, that TMM4 is not so scary when they're facing down the barrel of an assault mech that throws seven dice at medium range and is at a skill two. And so instantly that problem kind of catered back into the realm of balanced. But obviously um, Adepticon will be our first tournament implementing the 250 point per scenario rule. And that's kind of how this all came about. And we're very excited to see how it goes. Just a minor point of order. Um, Genghis Khan out here in Colorado will be running those rules. Oh, awesome. Yay. I believe there are other tournaments. All of Minnesota has moved to that for like the last month. Mm -hmm. So, What are are your uh, takeaways from that, Andrew? uh, I have had multiple people reach out. So I started, we started League Night. So we play League Night two nights a month. Um, we started in Star League, and all of our league games and all of our practice games have been 250 for about the last month and a half. I have yet to have anybody say this sucks. Not a single person has ever come to me and said, you know, we should really go back to 200 points. <laughs> well, how, do, how do they feel yeah. about no uh, artillery? Oh, well. That Nothing. is another that is another thing we, we put into the 2.3 version is we have now eliminated onboard artillery. As it should have always been. As it should have always been. It uh, It is one of those things where we stubbornly stuck with it and because we thought that was the, the solve to TMM4 um, and then it just morphed into its own monster Problem. itself. Meta. Meta, yeah. So hopefully all of you listening out here who were artillery players, sorry. <laughs> you're just but not sorry. You're going to have to learn how to play the game. <laughs> uh, well, the- I mean, when, when you take a step back and you, and you look at it, I mean, there was we had some players that were known artillery players. And when... They come to it, come to me after a tournament and say, This has to get changed. This is not, this isn't healthy. It's, it's not too, a good thing for the game. It's too it, easy. It's just, it's stupid. That really um, perks your ears up and makes you really start to question Are we, are we doing right? Right. So the game that we have is skirmish, it is not something that you're going to, hold your artillery pieces with uh, during the types of fights that we have. So in good conscience and to make the game healthier again, uh, we take one thing away and we give you something back uh, to hopefully, you know, resolve that situation. And as Aaron has said, when you end up having points, you know, 50 points more, I'm, I'm seeing roughly, I'm putting another 25 25 to 30 points in skills 
when I'm building my list now. And um, I want people to bring TMM four units because I'm going <laughs> to be able to kill. I'm going to be able to kill it in a round because you can hit them. <laughs> I'll uh, so. I'll briefly explain our first game we tried with 250 against uh, myself and Bloodbath here. Uh, I took a list that was basically TMM4. I had seven units with TMM4, and Matt, you brought what? Just a standard clan ghost bear heavy assault lance or star? Uh, it was. No, it was uh, more of a heavy, wasn't it? Camachos, Caballeros. Oh, heavy, that's right. That's right. Heavy to medium. It was, it was a mixed assault, medium, heavy um, star. Star of flak. And, yeah, you thought I was going to bring my VTOLs. <laughs> and uh, I didn't. <laughs> mirrored light mechs didn't last like more than like three. And and we even played uh, capture the flag, which is a TMM four dominant it was scary. scenario. Easy, and uh, I was not having a good time. I mean, I had a good time. It was a very close game, but that's what those games should be. Uh, when you're starting and going back to the artillery thing, when you've got a demolisher and you got a Huey, you know, originally players were just playing, you know, taking you know, infantry and this and that. And so you run it behind the hill and you kill it and it's gone. Well, you can't kill a demolisher and you can't kill a Huey in, in one or two turns, especially with something fast enough that gets to the unit. So there were some negative play experiences. It was just, it, we felt like it was in a, not a, a healthy spot. So it was the right move, I think, to get rid of artillery on board. Um, there are still the off-board uh cards that are in the in the back of the of the rule book that you can use they're they're pb costed um but i think the 250 per scenario brings the game closer to what we all like and what we all love is big stomping mechs tanks and and vtols and infantry going at it without just random artillery shells falling from the sky um on a consistent basis with a 60% hit rate. <laughs> so anyway, that, uh, that covers, uh, the big well, two. Yeah. The I was going to say the, the other two that were remaining were, um, being, having run multiple tournaments in the last couple of years, um, the need for people to get their lists turned in um, is really <laughs> for the players, right? It has really nothing to do for the TO. Um, what I am attempting to do with that is to ensure that your day, when you show up, goes the way you want it. And you can start playing instead of saying because like, whoa, 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 wait. If you show up and you have units that are illegal, you took units that aren't in your list. You uh, um, have an experimental unit. You have too many of something else. That's really, really hard on the TO to come to a player and go, yeah, your list is illegal. You need to drop something. And that immediately screws up your entire day. And that is not the experience that I want players to have when they come to the tournament. Um, so 
really getting your list turned in and just letting us verify it and make sure is really a check for the players more than it is the TO. So we, uh, the, this last tournament, I had uh, more the most lists that have never been turned in. And that really aggravates me um, because now I have to track that person down on top of getting everybody checked in, um, getting things going. Um, as I stated many times at LVO, the hardest part about a tournament is getting it started. Once it's started, it kind of runs itself. But if I got to track down players and I got to verify lists all the while getting people checked in and trying to get things started, it's irritating. It's aggravating. I really don't want to do that. And I really don't want to have to have that conversation because it extends the time before I can start the tournament. So get your list turned in. At the end of the day, please just get your list turned in. It makes life way easier for everybody. And to help enforce that or incentivize yes. that thank you um we have added this we have a rule in there where if your army isn't painted we're not going to kick you out of the tournament we're not going to let you play and enjoy the day the 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 downside is is you're just not going to be able to place in in the top rankings you know where you know if if you go five and oh with you know the the army of gray shane you're you're just not going to see yourself in the top eight. You get you'll fourth. Be, you'll you'll be kicked, or yeah, you'll the top four or the top eight. You will be kicked down to fifth or ninth or whatever it is. Um, we hope you had a good day. We hope that you take the love in the the passion, the hobby that we all have, and just slap some paint on it. We're not asking for masterpieces. We just our whole point in this is to make Battletech look as good as it can out in the public. And it also sheds a very negative light on what we're trying to do when players show up at 10 o'clock in the morning and the tournament doesn't start till 11 because we have to check five or six lists and, and then make concessions and then have to argue with that player and this and that. It's just, it's just a simple in the rules. If you're, if you can't get your list turned in, three days before the tournament or whatever, the, according to the TO, that you just won't be able to place. Doesn't mean you can't come, have fun, roll dice. Uh, it just means that you're, you're not going to be able to place in the top rankings, which we think is a fair trade-off. And then the fourth one is basically just, just bring sheets of printed paper from the MUL. Um... Don't don't mark damage on your phone. <laughs> if we're we're running into very edge cases of people doing that, um, a certain Valhalla guy showed up. Not to call him out, but uh, <laughs> when we came up with this rule, we actually asked him, "What do you feel about this?" And he just said, "My printer failed, and this and that, and and so he uses his giant iPad, which." Was, it is a nice iPad. It it was nice, and and he said he he did show us all the benefits of this, but on the flip side, it's what if your battery runs out? What if you accidentally delete your file? What if in the middle of a game? I mean, what are you supposed to do when that happens? Uh, I mean, it's just like 
Well, you lost. Sorry. Um, we, we're just going to try to avoid that problem. If you have paper sheets and they're there and you have the two lists that you're supposed to bring, it, it just makes everyone's life easier. So do that. Please. Please. <laughs> and, and two, just you, you can be a list making expert. Heck, you might have helped write the rules. <laughs> but you can still make mistakes. So send your lists in. I mean, I'm just, just speaking hypothetically here. Just, it definitely just did happen to me. Yeah, never, you know. never happened. <laughs> we all make mistakes. It's just we're trying to put in the rules to help mitigate and lessen those mistakes. So, and we do understand also that some some events. You can buy tickets up to the day, heck, even the morning of, which sucks. But, um, you know, that's that's an edge case. That's got to be left up to the TO. But uh, we just hope players who sign up are gracious enough to help the tournament organizers out. We're, we're trying to help you have a good day. Please help, help us out to have a good day as well. So. And that's our PSA for Alpha Strike 350 Volume 2.3. Yay. It's out, right? It's, it's out, finally. It's out. <laughs> we, we don't have to live in the shadows anymore. <laughs> on that note, uh, be on the lookout for uh, WolfNet Radio Podcast on YouTube because we're going to kick up the streaming as soon as possible. Next week? I'm hoping next week. I'll also be on the lookout for WolfNet stickers. They could be anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere. Around the world. <laughs> In the most unlikely places, keep your eyes peeled. Even if you have to illegally go somewhere you're not supposed to go to find one, you might find a <laughs> WolfNet sticker there. <laughs> Don't cross the tape with the guard. And if you have any complaints or or uh, <laughs> or questions, Valhalla Club <laughs> customer, customer customer support at ValhallaClub.com. <laughs> uh, this history brief with Charles Gideon brought to you by Aries uh, Games and Minis. On this, the final episode of Wolfnet History Briefs. This is the end. Hello Wolfnet and welcome to this installment of Wolfnet History Briefs, where we look at what happened this month in the Battletech timeline. I'm Gideon. Let's go. Today is the last of the History Brief format, and it seems appropriate to mark the occasion by remembering the end of a man who has been woven throughout the series. Whether it was the loss of his brother, wife, and daughters during Brief 7, when he pitted his unit against a successor state and won resulting in his best friend dying by his hand. Coming to the aid of an old foe in the fifth, or even the aftermath of his death in the 38th brief. Jamie Wolfe made an impact on the entire inner sphere, and we will now cover his last moments. We begin on the 11th of October, 3067, on Outreach. Jamie's killer awoke before dawn. He put his boots on. He killed his Blakist handler and he walked on down the hall. 
You might recall that there was a long-standing vendetta from Wayne Waco, the leader of the Waco Rangers towards Wolf's Dragoons. Now, when I say long-standing, Waco had been forcing his troops to vow death oaths against the Dragoons for nearly 60 years at this point. As the leader of a tough luck unit, Waco blamed the Dragoons for every difficulty the Rangers faced, fueling his anger. The word of Blake knew an opportunity when they saw one, and came to Waco with promises of support in his feud. You see, Jamie Wolfe had organized the Allied Mercenary Command, which was a coalition of mercenary units intent on bringing stability to the Chaos March, a direct threat to Blake's ambitions and the highest level of arrogance, to Waco. While the word of Blake might have thought they had a stooge to rope along, it was Wayne Waco who was pulling the strings. When the Dragoon-aligned forces on outreach hit a critical low point, Waco decided it was time to act on decades of hate. Many historians will point to the attack on outreach as the first blow of the Jihad. But ironically, the word of Blake's man was gunned down in a neglected office by Waco, after they tried to get the aging commander to hold off on the attack. Aerospace fighter strikes on the spaceport and Dragoon Home Guard had blunted any sort of defensive action. Meanwhile, the Waco Rangers, Tiger Sharks, Smithson's Chinese Bandits, and nearly a hundred other mech warriors took to the streets, raising buildings and destroying anyone who stood in their way. Days of this block-to-block -block fighting had taken a toll on both sides. The Dragoons held the home turf advantage and an edge in skill, but being outnumbered two to one and the strategic losses to the surprise attacks meant this was likely going to come down to a battle of wills. In Wolf, you had one of the most cunning and battle-hardened mercenary commanders ever. On the other side, Waco who was nearly mad with bloodlust and grasping at the opportunity to follow through on a nearly lifelong vendetta, who was willing to throw any of his warriors into the fire if it brought pain to the dragoons. Finally, on the 18th of October, the call came in. A blue and gold archer was spotted at the hiring hall, which at this point was nearly demolished. Waco was old and his skin was cold though he had every combat stimulant imaginable coursing through his near-centenarian veins. Waco's company of mechs and warriors, specifically chosen and trained to assassinate Wolf, rushed to the location where Jamie's two lances were found. What was supposed to be an overwhelming assault quickly became an all-out brawl when the Dragoon's first volleys evened the numbers. Warriors on both sides died hard. Rangers relentlessly charged forward, and the Dragoons sold their armor and lives to protect Wolf. Shortly, all that remained were Waco and his nearly crippled Battlemaster, and Wolf and his immobilized archer with empty ammo bins. A quick exchange of punches and weapon fire left both mechs in worse condition, and a final, desperate punch from Waco as his destroyed mech toppled to the ground glanced off the archer's cockpit. Waco would never rise again, his heart finally giving out from the drugs in combat. He died likely believing his mission was a failure, but what he could not know 
is how that last punch had sent shrapnel exploding through Wolf's cockpit. Jamie Wolf bled to death in his cockpit. His archer alone remained standing, as if to nod concession of the battle, but refusing to fully succumb to defeat. Unlike many mercenaries, Jamie Wolf did not meet his end by some stranger's hand in a desperate land. He died protecting his home from a man who was the danger at the edge of town. In that moment, he showed his true mettle, as people often do in the end. This is Gideon signing off, and remember, those who fail to learn from history are doomed. And that was History Brief with Charles Gideon, brought to you by... Aries Games and Minis. (laughs) (laughs) They told me to do it. It's true. It's true. So, moving along, back on the ranch. Battle reports. How was LVO, gentlemen? No, no. no. Gideon has something to say. Special announcement. Rewind that. Special <laughs> announcement. Uh, yeah, so for everyone who just listened to the history brief, um, you did hear correctly. That is the uh, final history brief. Um, I committed myself to uh, rounding out 50. So that is episode 50 of history briefs. Um, that will be the last one of the format. Um when when this started years ago i figured i had maybe like uh maybe two years maybe three of material where i could go consecutively through the timeline um so i just uh we we made it to 50 but um due to uh well lots of reasons but uh a big one is just time commitment on my part um these guys have been real uh patient um with me getting stuff turned in um because sometimes it's a matter of uh rereading a novel or um piecing together seven different source books to uh, be able to put it together so there's a lot of a lot of research time that goes into it and it's uh time i just don't have so um we do have we'll we'll have something fun We, we we we've been kicking around ideas um maybe we'll do like a discord poll or something um for what to replace the history brief with but i did want to uh just thank everybody for uh all of the support and everything for 50 50 episodes means a lot way to go charles Charles. way to go (laughs) thank you man they are amazing yeah well we uh we were doing a little math at lvo and because uh, coach <laughs> made the comment of, oh, we'll just do like a uh, po- post them on YouTube as like a, what, what do you call it? Supercut. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, like in my head, I was like, ah, that ain't much. And then he started doing the math and he was like, well, how long are they? And I'm like, ah, you know, between five and a half, six and a half minutes usually. And he's like, okay. And there's 50 of them. He's like, that, you know how many hours that is? <laughs> <laughs> turned out to be a lot <laughs> yeah yeah a lot um there, over there might be volumes <laughs> yeah I so do but, it by years yeah but uh yeah so uh be on the lookout i i think that's a great idea if you also think it's a good idea 
Message Valhalla Club at service at ValhallaClub.com. Advice at heat.management. We'll, we'll, we'll get them all in here. We'll, we'll yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> WNRP at WallStreetUnions.com. No, no, no. Don't oh, yeah. Send yeah. Don't now send we're there. in there. <laughs> send them to all the other podcasts. They want Wolf <laughs> Radio to have more. Um, no, but uh, reply, you know, c- comment when this gets posted on Facebook or on the Discord or whatever. But uh, yeah, just. Uh, just is that something that you you'd be interested in because i mean i don't i i am not a video editor um i well i'm not even really an audio editor don't let me lie but um uh just the the work of stitching them all together and posting them like if people would be interested and people might throw that on in the background when they're painting or something let us know um so it's we can a soothing voice yeah, I don't know. If you if you if you have if you have them, um, throw all of them up into the drive, and I can stitch them together pretty easy. Oh well, there we go. Uh, I'm Problem pretty solved. sure we're gonna call that Wolfnet ASMR. We can <laughs> we can tap into a new YouTube market. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but, but well, like, and looking back, like the the first ones before I had a real microphone were so rough. And then, like, some of them, you can tell that I'm recording them at, like, 3 in the morning, um, <laughs> trying to get them in for so the episode can get released. Some of them, I'm sick. Like, it, it, it's been quite the journey, so <laughs> it's it's interesting. I forgot. What did I find? You did sound like a horse that one episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you say horse or whore? Yeah. I, I, missed, I missed what that came out as. Okay. Uh, with Charles Gideon Dirks, I'll accept it's, either. It, Yes. <laughs> I sounded like yes. yes. Wow. It's roughly four hours and twenty minutes of uh <laughs> Jesus of history briefs with Charles Gideon. I only listen to Gideon. People then, are gonna hear you're doomed <laughs> for the rest <laughs> of the... Yeah, well, well that, that, that's the problem is every every six and a half minutes they're gonna get a new intro over and over again. Uh, whatever. People, you know how people many, are down for it. Let us know. Do you know how many speeches I've heard with the term those who repeat them are doomed in the last like year? I You've caught on to the masses. Has it really? become a societal institution? It's catchphrase again. Oh, man. Well, Thank now, God, now, Charles. Now I feel even worse. Stopping them. <laughs> You start hearing them in political campaigns. <laughs> You're doomed. Doomed. And it's Man. his actual voice. They just clipped the shit out of it. Oh, oh man. Great. What like what well, like they did with your soundboard? Yeah. Yeah. Where's that? We're doomed. Soundboard clip. Oh. Get on that soundboard creator, man, whoever you are. <laughs> I, I I should have my my own voice on the soundboard that I mm-hmm. use all the time for MechWarrior Online. That is I agree. True. That is true. <laughs> when somebody gets blown up, you're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> nope, just if you don't learn from history, and then just nothing. <laughs> and then nothing. 20 minutes later, <laughs> you're doomed. <laughs> the longest dramatic pause ever (laughs) oh well charles it was a good run yeah thank you you. 
Thank you. I know uh, we're probably going to lose half of our listenership, but that's okay. Nah. <laughs> nah ratings I, ratings will plummet. Ratings are going to go down. <laughs> we're going to oh, plummet. Man, it's gonna be, yeah. No, we'll, we'll have fun stuff. Still tune in. It, God, we'll God have he's not going to listen it anymore. Just, it won't, <laughs> it won't be. We could start a whole new series of commercials. Yeah. No, it'll be. It'll, it'll still be good. It'll, it'll just be less labor intensive stuff um yes so we got some uh, fun ideas we, yeah. we can come up we're fun people yeah yeah F- fun yet informative there I, you I, go i feel Man. like th- th- that i think that's part of what uh people appreciated about the history briefs is kind of going oh i never read that or i never you know like that's something i never would have learned because i just don't have the time myself to do it um so I, yeah it, it, i enjoyed filling that niche for a long time but it's been uh yeah it, th- and these guys can attest like th- this last uh handful of months have been rough but uh they've hung with me so thank you guys it was rough but we we muscled through <laughs> through all those excruciating breaks that we've had. <laughs> i know you hate the breaks <laughs> it's the only reason we're coming up with something else is we can take a break <laughs> <laughs> it has Stayed the test of times. Well, the you know what they say when a door closes, a window opens, and finally the window opened for the fifth cast member of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thomas Silent Sea Raven Kruger has finally been canonized in the Battletech universe. Round of applause. You made it, Tommy. Yay. And you literally got everything you want. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't they didn't keep out anything. It was awesome. They didn't. They, yeah, you're right. They didn't they just copy pasted. Yeah, I honest to God. Um it was fucking clan invasion, really? I <laughs> at the time. I was I was a big Drac fan at the time. You heard it what I what I said earlier. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I really don't care about the Dracs anymore. I wish that they just would have kept that out. They oh. and they could have. All they would have had to do is like delete the first sentence. That's, and, that's um, why you joined the Wolfster Goons. Uh, yeah, oh, I mean, take the Dracs out. No more firing squads. What for a little for a little context? Uh, in the recognition guide, volume one, uh, that was just released recently. Uh. Go ahead and uh, scroll down to the Gyre Falcon, and you will find out a special pilot that uh, pilots Gyre Falcon. I Gyre think Falcon. that was actually... Wasn't that in Rec Guide 33? It's Rec Guide 33. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, Reference. that one too. I mean, your explanation of your backstory <laughs> probably just... just he, he has so much backstory, they had to carry it over to the, the next one. <laughs> It'll be in the next source book. It, it, it's going to just keep going. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I remember when Tommy, like, sent me the screenshot of what he was going to put in for his character, and it was like, I was in the Dragonus Combine, then I was in the Wolf's Dragoons, then I got picked up as a Bondsman of the Jade Falcon, and then I'm so awesome that I became a Star Commander, and I'm like, dude! (laughs) Yep. And, and, And I look back, and I was like, I should have just stuck with the two. Uh, stick, stuck with uh, Jade Falcon with 
Wolf Dragoon, uh, kind of like a double agent. I think that would have been better. Secret agent, man. Yeah, and I was totally with Coach. Because if I remember my uh, canon character submission, it was something like, if I could be in Wolfnet, that'd be cool. And like yeah. that was like it and One then time he says like this whole like thought out backstory and i'm like yeah you play role-playing games don't you i i know it yeah i know it <laughs> but but you the whole thing made it in that is that's awesome whoever whoever wrote that hats hey. off to them and they gave a little yeah. twist at the end how about that yep, yep. Little and, intrigue. Uh, i don't know what when that battle was i mean might have talked to somebody about history or something. Did you actually read your own like write up that they actually put in there or are you waiting for the audiobook for that too? You know, <laughs> I might have to wait for the... no, I read it. <laughs> um but I didn't read anybody else's if you ask well, me. <laughs> screw that. What do you need what do you need to read anybody else's? I didn't read anybody. I didn't read whoever. I didn't read the Star Captain Mikel Essam or Captain Petrie Viejo. They're on the hey. same page. If anybody wants to know. On a on a related note, is the Hour of the Wolf audiobook out? Not that I know of. Maybe that's going to be a Gen Con release. I want to. I, I want to hear. Not. I want to hear what I sound like saying "Double Damn." <laughs> Double damn. Double damn. Double damn. Something like that. Oh. I hope he gives <laughs> you a chick voice. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. That would be funny. So, Hilarious. congratulations, Tommy. You were the last one, but you also had the longest backstory. So, I'm, I'm assuming that's what took so long. Yeah, yeah. You, you have what the second longest word count <laughs> not bad not bad <laughs> not bad dude not bad i'm gonna hey, go and, and it doesn't say i'm dead that well, <laughs> that's true yeah. that's a plus i mean they did they did i mean you're open-ended too because they they suspect you so maybe yep. you and i are just gonna end up in an alleyway in the back of the Thunder Bay Motel slash Tavern, and that's that's the end of our stories. I, I don't know. I mean, if I'm 18 and 30 in the 3120s, let's say they said <laughs> late 3120, so 3129, I'm 18. Yeah, so you're... This sounds like a heavy metal hairband song. <laughs> I'm yeah, 18! You're, 30, you're, I what I you're 49 years old. Yeah. <laughs> You're a 49 year old bondsman that somehow made it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm probably with Jade Falcon at this time. No, uh, probably. I'm probably, probably. If anything, I'm with the Dragoons because they're the ones that would probably take an old timer. Wouldn't put you out the pasture. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Battle reports. Battle reports. Something happened in the last week. I haven't played Battletech or Alpha Strike for almost three months. You've been sick. I know. 
You know where you could have gone to play Battletech and Alpha Strike? It was a good time. LVO. I, I, I couldn't have done that either. I had I was I had RSV at the time when I you guys played. Dun, well, dun, you, dun, we, life dun, choices, Tommy. Dun, life choices. Life choices. Yeah, I could have gave everybody RSV. That would have been fun. Or you could not unusual but... to be sick in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they have Z packs on every corner anyway. Uh, they had a lot of stuff in Las Vegas. Did you see Elvis? No, I didn't. See and him. how is he? Damn it! <laughs> how is he? Anyway, LBO anyway, uh, happened. LBO. Uh, three members of this podcast made it. And I will not start. Somebody else go. Um. Uh, well, yeah, you go. Should, should we go based on strength of schedule? <laughs> 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 uh, rankings. We'll go in rankings. <laughs> Charles, you have to go first. <laughs> um, yeah, well, my LVO uh, started on uh, Wednesday night. Um, Bourbon and his wonderful wife were nice enough to put me up for the night so we could take off early and not make me drive up to Denver beforehand. Um, so uh, we yep, headed out four in the morning on Thursday morning. Um, the mountain tried to kill us. Um, well, me, <laughs> me, it, 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 it'll take more than a mountain to kill bourbon, but um, we had some whiteout plows. It, it, it was snowing pretty good. Um, picked up uh, Matt the Northman uh, in on the west slope, and then it was all easy, easy sailing from there. Um, and got there, started setting up. Uh, it's not LVO without people getting confused about what tables they're supposed to be on. Um, so, (laughs) (laughs) so that took a little, little sorting. Um, but we found, we, we, we got our tables, got them, got the mats out, got, uh, enough level places all figured out for, uh, for alpha strike. Um, because as it turns out, having level play surfaces is very important on a true line of sight game. Um, and yeah, then met up with everybody Thursday night, um, kind of for the, uh, the social, um, Friday morning, did the three fifty. um, it was, it, it, I'll, I'll get to who I played later in my shout outs, but I, I had the creme de la creme of opponents to play. So, um, that was awesome. Uh, also, uh, Northman came through clutch with swag and prizes. Um, we, everybody got a, uh, battle tech, uh, themed, uh, poker chip. Um, some of the, some of the players got, uh, Battletech themed playing cards to go with the poker chips, you know, because it's Vegas. Uh, it was really cool. Um, I ended the day after a long day of uh, 350. Um, I ended at two and three. Yeah, two and three. Um, and four of the top eight I played. Um, so I, I played uh, played some real good players, and it was it was a lot of fun. Um, all of my games were uh, pretty close. Or, like, I made one real crucial mistake, i.e. I was too aggressive, and that's that's usually the way it goes. Um, that's usually my downfall. But um, had a great time. Um, and then I, I'll let Coach catch up here. 
Um, but then we can get into Friday. Or maybe Coach won't catch up. Coach. Coach. Muted. Okay, I guess I'll go. <laughs> uh, so I was the TO. Oh, Aaron and I, no, Aaron and I were supposed to both TO. And we uh, ended up with an odd number. So I uh, threw Aaron in so that uh, we wouldn't have a buy. I, I felt felt it important to if people spent that kind of money to come, come play that we didn't want them to be sitting for an hour. So um, Aaron got to play. I got to TO. Like I said earlier, um, the hardest part about the tournaments now, um, for me anyway, is getting them started. <laughs> um, ensuring that we get everybody checked in appropriately, um, get the pairings done correctly, get everybody listed correctly. Um, but I don't think we had too much of a hitch this time around, did we? Nope. Oh, he's back. Back. So, I, had go, I had to go potty. Okay. Um uh another great event had a great great uh group of people um we had of the 24 i believe we had six or seven that this was their first alpha strike tournament um some of them this was their third third fourth or fifth game being played um which is always exciting to hear and um i'm so thankful uh, for our player group and the people that we have participating in our tournaments, because those people walk away with a smile on their face and excited to play again. So um, a big shout out to all of the LVO players um, in uh, helping build our community. Um, I, I, that to me is the most important thing. And, and I appreciate everybody's effort. Yeah. That Aaron. Was... <clears throat> That was one of the the cool things we did. I I don't think we've done it before, but before the tournament started, Andrew kind of mentioned like, "Who here is your first time playing at an AS three fifty? And yeah, like you said, eight I think eight players raised their hands, and and you kind of just went to everyone like, "Hey, all you vets, please pay attention to who's raising their hands. Make sure they have a good day today." Um, which you know, with the group we had there. Uh, I don't think that was going to be a problem, but it was just kind of one of those nice, nice little deals. I think it put at ease some of the new players. They're like, oh, this is, this is something different at a tournament, like veteran players being told to help out young or newer players and, and, and vet players were like, oh, okay. And, and they, they took the time to take a look at, okay, he's new. He's new. He's new. If I meet them, we're going to have a good game. And, I think the whole day went really, really well. Um, I got to play with my list. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> so. So we had a we had an odd number, and Andrew says, "Okay, it's it's. Can you play?" And I says, "Are you sure this time? Because you've told me this twice before." And then all of a sudden, somebody shows up at the end. But um, Andrew and I kind of made a, a doubles list together. And I went a little crazy on mine. Uh, a little? <laughs> I think I had six VTOLs, two LRM carriers, a longbow at skill two, and a 104-point Viking 2C at skill two. So, yeah, I was going to do some 
some indirect fire for Andrew uh, in our doubles game, and turns out I got to try that puppy out <laughs> in in regular 200 uh, PV per scenario, and uh, I will say something that a 104 point Viking two Viking two C is very intimidating. Uh, but once, once you get everything else down, it's, it's pretty easy to focus fire on a zero TMM large model. So, um, had a good time, went two and three. Um, I had the opposite reaction of Charles is where I went clubbing baby seals. Apparently, uh, (laughs) Charles got to play all the, the vets and I got to play all the new people. So, uh, it was a good day all around, um, had some some great matches. I, I had, I think I went to time every game. Um, uh, very close, had a good time, but, uh, ultimately, yeah. Uh, I made top 16. Woohoo. Go me. Go you. <laughs> I didn't quite beat Charles, but I think, uh, I had a moral victory. I got to play in my first alpha strike three fifty tournament in a very, very long time. So, um, yeah, I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear you giving me shit anymore. How's that? Oh, oh. After that conversation, after no, that conversation. No. Hey, you're the older one. You you come before me in everything. So, oh Jesus um, <laughs> I will say, Andrew, the day goes a thousand times faster. When oh you're yes, playing. it does. Oh <laughs> yes, it does. Holy crap! <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it was like. Like the fourth round came and was done, and I'm like, "Holy cows! It's we're done with the fourth round already." And I was like, "Wow, this is this is great." <laughs> when you're a TO, it takes a little longer, but um, I think everyone had a good time. Everyone was great. Uh, once again, the venue was awesome. Uh, any venue where you can go and uh, and just where buy you can a bucket- arrive. When you can arrive and don't have to leave. Yes. And when you can buy a bucket of beers and nobody cares. Yeah, that's fun. I don't know how Vegas math works, but uh, pro tip, if you're at LVO next year, buy the bucket of beers. Yeah. (laughs) But um, that was the 350, and then we did doubles. Did we get into doubles? Uh, we have not gone into doubles yet. Yeah, okay. we stopped we, we start on Thursday. Go for it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Friday Friday was um, the big campaign of the day, and I'll let Charles go more into depth on that. But uh, we didn't no. exactly. No, Friday Friday was. Or, sorry, was Friday was AS350. Saturday was the campaign of the day. Oh, we just did Thursday then. Well, Thursday we arrived. Yeah, I got you. Oh, yeah, I, I misspoke. Yeah, we went through Friday, but okay, going okay. So Saturday, yep. Saturday um, the a lot of players uh, bought the ticket for the campaign of today, which good for them because it looked like a great event. Um, we unfortunately didn't have quite enough people to do an actual <laughs> doubles tournament. Uh, I think we only had four we had players. Five. We had five players. Five players. But yeah, so we couldn't really do two games at the same time. Um, so we set the first game up. Um, just first, and doubles has always been that have fun, relax, roll dice, 
It's 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 challenging. It's competitive, but also at the same time, uh, it's not as pressure built as the 350 is. So the first group had a great time, um, and then I believe somebody had to leave, and so uh, Goober stepped in, and we had Team Dest, which I won't go into what Dest means. Uh, oh God! <laughs> versus the spicy news that was, were making that their was return. probably that was probably one of the best things that happened at night up in the room. <laughs> Make the comment, and then twenty minutes later, Ed comes out of his skin because he actually went and read what it meant. God, he, uh, that was yep. so Ur- funny. Urban Dictionary is a thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we. Uh, I believe Andrew and Goober were playing a game while the first doubles was going, and Mount had uh, a while back, well, actually a long time back, wanting to do a uh, a hot drop uh, scenario where everyone deploys in the middle. <laughs> and I believe I told him multiple times that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And then a couple of weeks ago... And I... Uh, I'll, hold on, hold on. And I will tell, I will say this, when Aaron was describing it to me, I said all of those same things of, there's no way this is going to work. That's just, it's, it's insane. This, this can't work. Even crazy man stone was like this. No, this doesn't work. And I said, just, just hear me out. <laughs> Cause Tommy or Tommy and I did it when Matt was trying to explain it. And we said the same thing until we deployed and then pretty sure we played like three rounds into it because we wanted to see how it worked out. Um, yep. So it basically, was awesome. Basically, was awesome. I, I had Andrew and, and Stone. Uh, we put a five-inch template in the middle of the board, and you're allowed to deploy within an inch of that five-inch oh. template. And both sides have to deploy within an inch of that template, either on or within an inch. Uh, jump units and VTOLs can deploy half of their movement from the template. No, we did. We did full movement. Yeah, we we changed it later to half because VTOLs. Okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, so, and then from there, there is a there's a two bunkers on the back side <laughs> of each home edge. There is a domination point on either side of the five inch, and then I think there was a hold the hold the line point on the on the home edge where you're normally where your capture the flag base would be. And like, yeah, and then oh. it was just a free for all. Like go get as many points as you can with everybody starting in the middle and. <laughs> The look on their faces after deployment was exactly the f- the face that Tommy and I made. <laughs> and we're like, oh shit, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yep. And, That's exactly uh, what we're going for. So they they played it out. Uh, I think I made Andrew and Stone uh, move one turn we or moved, something like that. We moved one, we moved one turn after deployment because we got everything on the map. And I'm like, God, we got to shoot now? And he goes, no, yeah. no, no, no. This was just deployment, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my!" <laughs> now you get a shift and be yeah. like so, the pucker factor of, "Oh, yeah." That was that was pretty. That was nuts. And then, oh. uh, 
Yeah, go keep going. Well, keep going. and then and then the doubles turn uh, the doubles first game ended, and somebody had to leave, and I uh, go Stone. Well, the doubles. other three the other three wanted to play again. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was Jeff. That was the one thing he wanted to do. He really, really wanted to play doubles. <clears throat> so uh, we set him up, and Aaron was like, "Well, how about we try this as a." doubles format <laughs> and did uh hot drop as a doubles setup and cool. i think they i think they enjoyed it a lot so we did two five inch templates in the center of each you know you put you put together two 350 maps together for doubles and so we did in the center of each of those we did two five inch templates and i did the left was odd uh, the right was even <laughs> and Per combat group, you had to roll odd or even to see where you deployed at. And oh, no. I'm, I'm pretty yes. sure. Yes. <laughs> so the, the spicy noobs, every single combat group rolled odd. So they're all on one template. And Team Dest rolled odd for every combat group except for one. And it happened so it, to be their fast, and it happened to be their fast group. Yeah, so, so it was literally the shootout at the old K Corral of the first turn because everybody's trying to grab cover, everyone's trying to do this. Meanwhile, there was like a mech and two VTOLs over on the other one. Um, it, it was just it was just pure chaos, but. The group loved every minute of it. Uh, it was a really good time. Depending uh, depending on what happens at Adepticon, because we have twelve teams currently right. signed up. If Woo. we have to go, if we have to go to four rounds, I'm really, really debating on making this be one of the four rounds. I I would save it for the last. Yes, just. Yes. Because some people might be like, okay, this is enough. We're probably going to drop. We haven't won a game in three rounds. And I'm hoping people are just crazy enough to give it a shot at the end. So uh, it was a good time. I'll, I'll post pictures of the, uh, the two deployment zones. Because <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous. Because there's just assault mechs and alicorns and just everything on one. And the other one's got three units on it so i i like the i i like the 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 tactical concept of you're in the shit now how do you get out of it the idea and while, of the scenario while, is while trying to accomplish the the mission objective so the, the idea of the scenario is you basically have two opposing units that basically accidentally or intentionally hot drop on top of each other and then figure it out it, it was, it was cool. It, it was, was cool. <laughs> it, it's definitely a list that you will have to <laughs> build for. And then we we were started laughing because we we're like, what if somebody brought an artillery list? <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have to drop in the middle of the board. <laughs> Hiroshima. Uh, anyway, it was it was just pure fun. Good times had by all. And you, uh, you can't have artillery now. That it's yeah, well now you can't, but nobody knew that just, at the time. You so. can still you can still have off board. 
That's true. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, you just fell off board. that's gross. <laughs> It'll be fun because you'll hit your own units too. Yeah. Well, the, you know where you know where a big concentration will be. <laughs> but nope. Team Desk took the doubles. Congratulations to them. Uh, that was uh, Brett Moser and uh, Jeff Stone. So, well, they won it because Jeff won the previous game, yes. and he stuck around. So, uh, that, no, that, Brett did. That. Yeah, that's what I said. Brett, you Moser. said Jeff. Oh, sorry, sorry, Brett. Either way, my bad. It was a valiant effort by the spicy noobs. I really, really hope they keep coming because I love. That's my favorite doubles, uh, other than yeah. Dest is, but that's just. That's- that was Paul. That was Paulo and Sam, right? Paulo and Sam, yep. Because they played that. They were the, together last year too. They right? were doubles. They were doubles the year before. Yeah, that's right. They, All right. They were they were teamed up randomly, and <laughs> I think they went. I think they got second or third. I think. Yeah, yeah. That uh, was a good time. No, Paulo had Paulo's uh, commando force that he had was gorgeous. He, uh, yes, it was. Uh, Da, Donish uh, got best painted, and Paulo was one vote behind. Oh, he, it was it was very very close. Damn, both both armies had um, great colors, great techniques, just sharp sharp looking forces. And uh, <clears throat> I I let Paulo know. I said, "Dude, keep it up. You were you were a very very close second uh, this year." So. Hopefully, Paula will 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 pull that together and hopefully win that win one of those one year. That'd be great. Uh, Charles, you want to go into campaigning today? Oh, absolutely. Um, so the uh, the other Alpha Strike event going on on Saturday was uh, campaign in a day um, based off Turning Point Helm, um, and. It was uh, put on by uh, Metal Ed and Bourbon, who wrote Turning Point Helm. Um, <laughs> so that that was pretty that cool uh, when, when the TO wrote the thing. Um, but uh, it, it was it was a lot of fun. Basically, there were two groups because there were too many of us for one table. Um, and there were a couple of times where we played different scenarios. Um, but towards the end, as the storyline started kind of like moving along, um, we were playing same, uh, scenarios and then we all got together on the same table at the end. Um, and it was, uh, well, not going to lie. I was a little frustrated at the beginning of the day, um, because, uh, on the other table, um, they were running the, uh, uh, the scenario when gray death finds the, uh, free world's leaguers, like in the ruins of their hometown or whatever. Um, well, that's also where, you know, the command Lance is. So I'm over on the drop ship scenario, trying to save the drop ships, wait for the, you know, waiting for the heroes to show up. And then I hear from the other table, the entire table went, oh, and I knew that that couldn't be good for me. And it turns out that uh, McCall uh, took a tack in the cockpit on turn one. Um, So 
we 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 lost we lost our uh, ace rifleman pilot before he even got to start playing um but uh yeah no it it anyway so it, the the damage carried over um dead pilots didn't cut you know they didn't uh we we would get like maybe the same unit but with a skill four pilot which made a world of difference um and, and i know that uh metal ed and bourbon were having to do a little bit of adjusting on the fly because the scenarios are all written for uh battle tech not for alpha strike so they're having to do some balancing on as as the day went on making sure that it didn't just turn into a death spiral for one side or the other um and, and that last match was intense um for those of you who don't know how price of glory wraps up um part of me doesn't want to spoil it but i'm also like it's a 35 year old book um <laughs> i think you're safe I'm, but uh but but it's a it's a like the the mission is complete just annihilation of the, the, there's so many free world free worlders on the map and then the gray death is just trying to buy time um and I, I am loath to admit it, but I pulled out every cheese move I could come up with to keep Lori <laughs> Kalmar alive. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and she made it. She, she made it. Um, there you go. The, the mission overall was a success for the Grey Death, but only kinda. Um, it was one of those, like, if they would have had another turn, it would have been all over. Um <laughs> So, but, but, but again, that, that, that's the point of the scenario, right. Of just like, hang on by your fingernails. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people were getting real into it, um, where the, the, the story starts taking shape and, you know, like deaths matter, criticals matter. You could only, uh, you could repair like structure on a unit or like remove a crit on a unit. Uh, you got all your armor back between scenarios, um, but you know, like you, you, you couldn't throw a unit away because it might come back to bite you the next scenario. Um, I think, I mean, I, I don't know what, you know, the demo team might be looking for, um, as far as alternatives. Cause I, I feel like I'm biased, uh, of course, but I feel like 350 is a really good, if you want to come and have a, like structured competitive tournament experience at a con 350 is really solid there. But if you're at a con somewhere and you're like, eh, that's not quite my scene. I I'm really more into the story side of it. If they're offering a campaign in the day, do that. Cause it was an absolute blast. And, um, and it kind of turned into a marathon. I think we pl ended up playing for 12 hours um because we, yeah, we didn't want to we, did, we didn't want to have to come back the next morning to, to do the last scenario you guys were um, there for a while <laughs> yeah yeah but 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 also like in a weird way it was kind of like it meant more if that ah. makes any sense you know yeah. like especially the way invested that, yeah well and especially the way that uh turning points uh helm goes is like I said, that, that last scenario is totally just hanging in there by your fingernails. And when you're like physically kind of just hanging in there by your fingernails and you're kind of <laughs> brain dead and you're just trying to come up with whatever you can to try to stay alive, it, it it's quite the rush. And, uh, uh, and, and people just, yeah, people loosened up throughout the day, 
myself included. Um, I can't uh, point fingers there. It was definitely, I was one of them. Of I was very, very like, I'm going to win. I'm the great death legion. I need to win this. But as the day went on, it just turned into just a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, so if anybody uh, who decides what gets run at uh, cons is listening, you you should do uh campaign in a day. It it was a blast. Well, that was that was uh Bourbon and Ed's first time doing that, wasn't it? Uh, yes. yeah. Yeah, uh, m- uh Matt Matt the Northman had done sort of a version um at one of the Colorado events. Um but not not to the scale that was done at LVO. Yeah. Um, also, big, you know, big uh, shout out to Bourbon and Metal Ed for showing up with all of the painted minis. Yeah. So that that was an insane amount of work that they put into that. So maybe it one well, part of me too is like that. I hope they get a run at it more conventions for more people, or somebody who can at least put all of those painted minis to good use because there was a lot of of painted minis that they brought. I'm pretty sure Andrew and I almost yelled at Ed on how good his Merrick list was painted. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, I just did this. And I'm like, shut up. And he's like, no, you just do this. <laughs> We're like, that, that doesn't work in my head, but I'm it's, seeing the oh, miniature in front of me. It's simple. It's I, went, simple. I, went, I, went, I went and bought paint. Based on that, I went and bought paint. <laughs> it was like they look so good, though. <laughs> so yeah, it it uh, it for the first time, I think that it turned out really well for them, from what I've heard. Uh, they're yeah. they're the kind of guys that are going to make that a hundred times better the next the next go around. So I'm I'm really looking forward to the next time they do that. So. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. They, hopefully they do it on a day where I can actually maybe try and play. Yeah. It <laughs> it made me super jealous and like really want to try the the Hell's Horses Jade Falcon things again, you know, minus Mario. Minus Mario. That's the key. <laughs> that was the key thing in that statement right there. <laughs> but uh to see all those units on the board and 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 uh, a organized campaign like that it looked really cool, so yeah, yeah, no, it was a, a great time, um, and and all the all the uh, folks that hung out and played all day, and and that's also kind of the nice part about it is it's a, kind of a drop in drop out. So if it, we we had a few people who uh, played the first scenario, and then we broke for lunch, um, and then yeah, that, the people that who damn, didn't, uh, and then that damn Robert ran away without saying goodbye. I was I was a little I was a little butthurt over that. <laughs> you know one and i think some people maybe had the intent of coming back um and some some of them just got caught up doing other stuff but uh but it it was really cool that there wasn't that pressure of oh i need to i need to be here so so like gotta stay here yeah yeah yeah. yeah, some of us played 12 hours but i would say probably half of the people didn't you know, they, they played the first scenario, kind of figured out what was going on. After lunch, they went and did some other stuff, came back in a, a scenario later, you know, slid right back in. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really good time. Well, good. And then, obviously, hijinks were had in 434. 
all nights. Lots of yeah. good discussions. Lots of laughs. Uh, good times had by all. One of my favorite pictures as a Battletech group has ever taken, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we trolling? We, uh, oh, we were trolling the Discord, weren't we? I think we were trolling the Discord a little bit. I, I think so. I think there were some serious questions being answered or asked, and we were not in the mindset to answer them. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we were in the mindset of not giving them good answers. Yeah, we were. It it was the end of a long weekend, and we were just having fun. So if we hurt your feelings, I am very sorry. But uh, it was also back-to-back 13-hour days. Yeah. So... It all was in fun, but boy, did I laugh really hard when I saw the picture. <laughs> it's very, it's a very memeable picture. Let's just say that. And then uh, we had we had a couple of uh, we had a couple things come out of the out of there. Uh, we had hashtag not my con. We covered that, covered and then. That. Uh, and then Doyle with his uh, uh, the new the new standard of, of ratings rating a rating system yeah. yes a rating systems uh, it was a flatbed truck rating and uh, the only acceptable answer is four out of five <laughs> so uh, possibly LVO shirts for next year <laughs> uh, or any kind con- any convention <laughs> but. No, it was uh, it, it was a great, you know, and this is the one thing that I really, really, really love about going to these conventions is, is the time, not only in reflection of what can be done better, what went well, what didn't go well, uh, how did how did the 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 days units or lists flush out. Uh, what were people's tactics? How did people's games go? You know, the, the general banter of that, but also just just there having fun, cracking jokes and, and having a good time. Um that that is the best part of Battletech for me. So and we had we had that in spades since we were in Vegas. <laughs> so I see what you I see what you did there. See what I did there? So if any of you are thinking, oh, man, I really should have made it to LVO this year. Next year, you really should make it to LVO next year. Because it's going to be a good time, whether you're sick or not, Tommy. (laughs) I can only make it to two. Which Mm. ones do you want me to make it to? You need to renegotiate your wife contract. Uh, No, no, no. I don't know any good lawyers, so you're gonna have to be on your own on that one. But well, good time had by all again. <clears throat> Although next year, I I will say I'm gonna actually go see Vegas. So you found to take a walk. I told Andrew early. I'm gonna have yeah. to go out a day early. I told Andrew we're gonna actually go see Vegas this time, not just be. Not, not breathe fresh air from when we get to the hotel to when we leave the hotel. So, oh, good... so that that's that should be the that that was the key though, right? So we what was my what was my deal? The ice chips worked or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you're in the Midwest and you're used to having, you know, 
some humidity in the air. Any kind of humidity in the air. <laughs> when you go to bed, uh, throw about five handfuls of ice on the floor. <laughs> Sounds dumb. I did not wake up with a sore throat the entire time we were there. and Because last year, I struggled really bad. The look on Metal Ed's face. <laughs> Dude, just... <laughs> He was going to leave, and he had the only ice bucket with ice still in it. That was that was a requirement when you came to room four thirty four for the for the bar. You had to bring your own ice bucket because, first of all, the Rio was under renovations, and there wasn't ice machines on floors one through ten. <laughs> so we made everybody bring their own ice bucket, and Ed was, I think, one of the last ones to leave. We said, Ed, just. Just take that ice bucket, take three handfuls, and just chuck it on the floor. And he goes, are you fucking with me? <laughs> We're like, no. Reach yes. your hand in there and throw ice on the floor. And he's like, I don't I don't know what's going on. What, what is this? <laughs> and well, we literally told him, literally, just throw ice on the floor. And we told him the meaning. He's like, oh, well, it might actually. <laughs> Sounds crazy, but whatever. But it worked. It worked. It worked. So, where'd you hear that from? I, some old wives. I, I I don't know if my mom, oh, my grandmother. Old wives. Was <laughs> I was. I think I had. I, I had somebody who traveled quite a bit. Guy made a comment, and they said, "Throw ice on the floor before you go to sleep." And I was like, I said the same thing that Ed said. Are you fucking with it me? Sounds and, stupid. Yep, that was that was that was the ticket. That doesn't piss <clears throat> off maids at all. It's all dry. It, it all it, dries. It evaporates. It freaking evaporates like you can't believe. But there was not. There was. This is gonna sound really bad. Okay, there was not a wet spot in the room. Okay. <laughs> in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. In the morning. <clears throat> it was crusty in the morning. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty good about our report. Well, How about okay. upcoming events now? You got one coming up. Well, we, got, we have, uh, I've got a, uh, Bob Mahoney is going to be running a, uh, lost tech era inner sphere only tournament here in Minnesota, uh, on November, February 10th. Um, I think he's got, uh, 12 or 16 people coming out for that. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, and then we get into Adepticon. We will be at Adepticon. Uh, Thursday, we're running a doubles tournament. And Friday, we will be running our 350 tournament. So we are oversold on doubles. And we are sold out. I think we sold out in uh, 24 hours for the 350. We have a wait list. So uh, if you are on the wait list, um, and you still really, really want to play, um, show up because we do have a start time. And um, as we kind of learned at LVO, uh, we need to get a little bit tighter on our scheduling. So uh, just to give a heads up for everybody, right? Um, the format or the timing that we're going to go for uh, for Adepticon is we're going to get there at wherever our start time is. We're going to get everybody checked in as quick as possible. We're going to get our first pairings up. We're going to get everybody to their tables. And then we're going to get all the armies set up so we can do the Parade of Armies. Parade of Armies is once you get your, your miniature set up, you can use the terrain 
um, make it look as sexy as you can based on the paint job that you have. And then we go around and everybody gets a chance to look at everybody's armies and we vote as player group who has the best, best painted army. Uh, we'll give a time frame on that. Call it 10 minutes. Uh, when that time is called uh, going forward. Now we're going to say you have 10 minutes of setup time. So this is where the, we really, really encourage you to have your 250 armies or your forces put together for the various different scenarios. And I get that if you're new, you may not have that stuff um, solid, but do try and have uh, some combos put together that you can quickly put things together. Cause we're going to, when we have time start, we're going to have 10 minutes. That's 10 minutes is for you to exchange lists. That's for you to get your terrain set. And then it's for you to get deployed. After that 10 minutes, we immediately roll into the 80 minute timer. 80 minute timer is up. We're going to have 10 minutes for a break for uh, bathroom food. If you can get outside and smoke quick, smoking um, a pancake, more power to you, but we're going to start that 10 minute timer again. Um, right at right when it's supposed to go. And again, exchange lists, get the scenario set up, terrain deployment. And then after that 10 minutes, we'll start the eight minute timer. So we're going to get a lot better about staying on time. Uh, we're building in a break so that people um, have a little bit of time. But thing that we have to be cognitive of at conventions are um, our, our event has a time slot. And we need to be respectful of other games that are, are front or back end of, of us for their table space. So we want to make sure that we get things done in a timely fashion. So um, chop, chop. for those of you, for those of you coming to Adepticon um, forewarning that uh, we're going to be, we're going to be trying to stay to a time schedule um, again, please, please, please make sure that you got your 250 lists uh, put together for the scenarios, because that is as a TO, I see the biggest time suck. Um to getting games started. So you're only going to help yourself and make sure that you have more time to play the scenario versus still be setting up when that 80 minute timer starts. So no more thumb, no more thumbs up rule. No more thumbs up. We're just going to roll. That'll be the 40th anniversary, right? Yeah, it it was. Yes. It was the 40th anniversary this year of Battletech. 40 years. Oh, how time flies. All right. Shout outs. Um, oh, oh, hold on. Um, just, oh. I just want to plug uh, Genghis Khan real quick. Um, oh, there you go. You, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. aren't already uh, signed up for Genghis Khan um, out in the uh, great Rocky Mountain state of Colorado, um, it is on Saturday, February 17th, worth having a 350. I mean, there's stuff going on all weekend, Battletech related. Um, but the 350 tournament is uh, on Saturday at 9 a.m. Um, it's a little bit more limited on size because the, their table space gets a little tight. So um, max of 20 people. So if you're thinking about doing, and it's already the end of the at the end of January, man. Um, so get get those lists in. Uh, get, get your uh, ticket. Uh, well, not purchased. Uh, Genghis Khan is the, you buy your badge and then you can sign up for all the stuff for free. So, 
Um, so just get your, uh, get your ticket, um, and get your, uh, stuff submitted, uh, to Cerberus. Um, he's the, he's the official host. Um, but I should be around. We're trying to figure out if I'm going to have to play or not, or if I'm going to, uh-huh. if I'm going to like help teach because last year it was a really big, uh, new player event. So, um, it, it's a lot of fun being able to teach players to play alpha strike in kind of a structured setting um where there's multiple layers of stuff going on so if yeah if you're out in colorado um come on by saturday february 17th i also got a shout out for bradley uh bradley will be running a 350 tournament march 23rd at critical hits games in uh st petersburg florida uh, I've been chatting with him a little bit on some items there, so give them uh, a little shout-out if you're not going to Adepticon and you're in Florida, go see them. Uh, question, Charles. Uh, Rocky Mountain Open. Yeah. What about it? I don't know. Is there anything going on at Rocky Mountain Open concerning? No, no, not, not, uh, not, not by us. Um, the, there's a, a lot of talk about it at LVO, but I think, um, uh, th- there's details to iron out, but, um, I think in the future, in the okay. future, All right. well, in the future, look for a possible Rocky Mountain open event. Okay. I think that's all the upcoming events. Woo. All right. Shout outs. Andrew, shout out. All right. Hold on. <laughs> uh, I'm bringing up the pile of notes now. Uh, I got to give. Hold on now. I'm going to give Joseph. Joseph at uh, Starcore Industries a huge shout out. Um, I uh, realized very late in the game that uh, we didn't have trophies for LVO. Um, and I know that, uh, Joseph does, Joseph does some really, really cool shit with that acrylic cutting with a little lighted base. And, uh, he worked with me on, on getting, uh, our LVO trophies done. And then on top of that, he sent, um, a whole bunch of tokens and a couple of those Comstar credit card deals that he made that were really cute. Um, so a, a big shout out to Joseph for, for coming through for us on that. I uh, really, really appreciated that. Just a um, heads up. Those cards don't work. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you try and try? I, I tried uh, it. I tried it. They don't work. No, those are, funny. those are, those are your welcome cards. You can put as much money on those as you want. Oh, is that how you got to put money on them? Oh, yeah. Well, all I know is the expiration date is here. Let me get mine out. The expiration date is uh, uh, valid until May thirty fifty two. So, <laughs> I'm 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 good. I'm good for a while. <laughs> um, as always, a huge shout out to uh, Mr. Derek King and Aries Games and Miniatures for his continued prize support uh, for all our tournaments. Um, I, I can't say enough uh, uh, how awesome Derek is for, for the community and for us as a whole. Um, I, I just thank you. It, it always makes life a lot easier for me running tournaments when I know I can reach out and that gets taken care of. So thank you, sir. Um, 
Matt Ethington, Ben Kleinfelter, and Ed Steffens for all their work that went into making LVO such a resounding success. Um, Matt shared with me a uh, Google response sheet for, for everybody that went out, and it's just warms my heart to hear all the good things that people were saying about all the events that were run at LVO. Um, so a lot of it goes to those three. We would not have been able to have the 350 tournament without the Colorado group. So um, a huge thank you to those guys. I uh, want to give a shout out to Bryn and Christensen for having uh, Christian for having uh, the CGL booth at LVO. Um, that was great to see them there. Um, good to have BattleTech on the map and and show that at the lar- one of the largest miniature conventions that that were there. So that was really really cool to see them. Um, to everyone who uh, made it to four uh, four three four, uh, the evening conversations that is. By far and away, my my favorite part of every convention is um, having the what if conversations or um, talking about our universe. So I, I thank you everyone who who made that up. Um, I got to shout out my daughter Z. Um, her volleyball team took first place at the uh, big city luau tournament this weekend. Um, my son they lost uh, they lost the game to go to the championship round in, in his tournament. So. Kids had a great uh, weekend of volleyball this last weekend. And my last and final one, I got to give uh, a huge congratulations to uh, T.O. T.A. T.A. Topa was notified this week that he is going to be a grandpa. A oh, grandpa. congratulations. He is going to be a grandpa. So that- how were you the grandpa what? and the godfather at the same time? Dude, he sent me a picture. I was talking I talked to him on Saturday and he sent me a picture and it said this is why I had to be home. And hmm. I thought when I read it the first time I thought it said the godfather and I'm like, "Oh, okay, it's on it's a movie. It's on it's on movies on, so he's got to stay home and watch it, right? Cuz he's the godfather." And then I reread it again and it said grandfather and I was like, holy shit, dude, that's fantastic. <laughs> so it was a it was a grenade that fell in the room. It was a delayed response, but hopefully, hopefully I've covered myself. But that was oh, really, really, really happy for him. That's really cool. Way to go. Can we just call him grandpa too? I, I planned on it. I planned on it. Hey grandpa. I'm not gonna risk it. Just, oh. just start calling him Gramps. No, 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 no. It's T.O. Papa. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's happening. That is happening. <laughs> Get it. And all you have to do is put your hand on his oh. head and he's like. <laughs> that, oh, that's that, happening. That man knows things. <laughs> he does. I'm not, I'm not messing with that. Topa, Topa is awesome, dude. I, I oh, really, that's really, great. Yeah. Good for him. All right, Aaron. Show. Um, let's see. I have to give a shout out to Sam and Lucas and Steve, the lawyer, Jonathan and Brett, my opponents at LVO. Thank you guys so much uh, for, first of all, uh, going against my winged death from above. That was the VTOL Viking 2C list. 
Um, I didn't fare as well as I wanted to, but uh, it was good fun. It was a good time, and I had a blast. Everyone was great. Um, Lucas could have let me one win initiative more than once, and uh, uh, shout out to John. <laughs> okay, Steve. I wasn't trying to trick you. I just am not that good of player. Just just take it from me. I am mediocre. I am not trying to pull things when I do crazy moves. It's just because my brain doesn't work. <laughs> Jonathan, um, he, uh, yeah, it turns out uh, hover uh, uh, Epona's are really good against uh, VTOLs. <laughs> And uh, Brett, that one came down to the wire, and it was a it was a blast. So I had a good time, had by all. Uh, I got a shout out Doyle for the flatbed truck rating and all the the crazy craziness that goes on. Thank you, as my fellow X-wing to BattleTech brother, uh, we had a lot of good times. Uh, shout out to Greg for winning LVO. Yeah, uh, big big. Uh, I don't know if I want to congratulate you on your list because I feel like we're going to see the thing that I hate the most on the table more, but uh, don't worry. I won't give it away. You already gave it away on Discord. So uh, big shout out to uh, Greg, hashtag Tals on Discord. So if you want to congratulate him, you can. Um, I want to thank uh, the spicy noobs, Sam and Paolo. And I want to thank uh, <laughs> Team Dest, <laughs> Goober and Brett for... Uh, for uh, going along with the hot drop craziness. And everyone had a good time. Uh, I want to thank Chandler for being Don't the booze mule. Don't let it go to your head, buddy. He, he, was, the boo- he was the booze mule, and he uh, got me my, my, uh, my not $100 bottle of booze <laughs> that, the, that the hotel was trying to charge me for, so... Um, and then last but not least, I just have to thank the crazy homeless guy who was getting arrested at 5 a.m. when Andrew and I were trying to leave, uh, the hotel to go to the hotel, uh, the airport. Um, thank you for keeping Vegas, Vegas, and also to the 50 or so gamblers that acted like nothing else was going on other than what was in front of them because there was about 20 cops <laughs> and a guy screaming at the top of his lungs. So fire tr- the fire truck and the ambulance outside. Yeah, it was it was Vegas. Thank you Vegas for being Vegas. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, and to all the Packers fans in the sports book, um we tried and we ultimately failed, but it doesn't matter because we got our quarterback and all you got to do, all you got to have is love. All you got to have is love. Wow. <laughs> Charles, shout outs. Uh, you know, I, the, the, after these events, there's always so many shout outs and I feel bad because there's people who deserve shout outs that. Either I I just (laughs) they get lost in the wash. Well, I I don't take meticulous notes like Andrew, so I can shout out everybody and their dog. Um, I'm sorry, I forget forget names. (laughs) Um, No, but um, I want to shout out my opponents during the 350. I've said it before. Say it again. Say it every single time. Uh, The experience of the game is only as good as your opponent. Um, And 
like I said earlier, I had the creme de la creme of uh, people to play. Um, me and Sam, we we uh, I played her last year, and I got a rematch this year. Um, I played Phil for the first time. Um, that was a heck of a game. Uh, played Chandler for the first time. Also, great game. Played Jeff. Uh, Jeff Stone, um, he's a wild man, and that's one where I definitely my aggression definitely lost me that game. Um, but he played it well, and then I got my uh, contractually obligated match against Ben. Um, all five of them are wonderful opponents. Were great to play against. It was a challenge, um, and but fun. It, it, it like the attempts at winning, the objectives, the none of that ever got in the way of having fun. Um, so thank you guys for that. Um, all of the folks that I played the campaign in a day with, which is really hard for me to remember everybody's name because we flipped tables and we were all over the place and people were in and out. So if you played at the campaign in a day, thanks for being there. It was a, it was a great time. It was better for you being there. Um, and then, uh, Matt, the Northman and bourbon for being awesome road trip buddies. Um, I, I think the road trip is, uh, you know, half the whole thing, whole LVO event. Um, and then, uh, last but not least, uh, Chandler, Ed, Phil, Mike, and Mrs. Faz and Viking. Um, <laughs> thanks for, uh, going out to the, what I thought was a noodle shop. Um, for dinner that night turns out not just noodles um but it was a, a ton of fun um uh, we got you know the, the the little taste of vegas just the one little thing to go do um and uh it, it very memorable um it was a great time so thanks all you guys for hanging out tommy shout outs i have been sick for a long time I'd say three weeks now. So the last time I've played was probably before Christmas. So I'm just going to say I'm going to shout out my shout outs to Matt and Aaron for playtesting the, uh, the 350 for the new 250 format. And... uh Big shout out to Gideon's uh, cat meatball. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yep. Um, my shout outs. <clears throat> I don't get out of the country much anymore. Um, ever since hanging it up, but uh, I had an opportunity to go out to Puerto Vallarta and worked on my Spanish a lot and had a blast. Um, had the opportunity to send some messages out to Bishop Steiner and got some good responses and wanted to thank him for um, sharing some insight and um, some points of areas where uh, we could fo focus for some fun um, entertainment and also experiencing um, understandings of demographics, the culture and uh, providing um a very respectable stay and uh, a lot of education. So uh, shout out to him. Um, had a lot of fun. 
And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, you can reach us at WNRP at WolfStragoons.com or our YouTube, Discord, Tabletop Simulator, Patreon, Facebook, Queensboro. And I wish you to have a uh, great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Nailed it.